The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Transmitting from WebmasterRadio.fm, World Headquarters in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Get ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket Rocket to the next generation of search engine optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO and give you free expert advice with their weekly site clinic. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO, SEO Rockstars. Rockstars. All right, everyone. Welcome to the SEO Rockstars. This is Chris Boggs. I'm your co-host. Uh, I'm a director of SEO and search and media at Rosetta, and I'm also the president of Sempo. Uh, my co-host, the great Darren Babin, is unfortunately unavailable today, uh, but we do have a wonderful guest. Uh, this show is first being recorded on January 3rd, 2012, so Happy New Year, everyone. And our guest today uh, probably needs no introduction to many of you listening, either live or uh, on the uh, recorded podcast. Uh, Todd Malicote, a.k.a. Stunt Double, has been doing search uh, for years and years and years. And so, uh, Todd, welcome, uh, and... and uh, Happy New Year, and tell us what you're up to this year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you, Chris. Um, yeah, I've been at it for a while, uh, probably eight or nine years now. Um, happy to be here in another another year of uh, another lovely year in search. Um, this year, I've been doing principally for the last three years. The main main thing I've been doing is I'm the SEO faculty over at uh, Market Motive. We got some uh, great people doing training and uh, and that sort of thing, teaching teaching all disciplines of uh, online marketing, inbound marketing, whatever you want to call it, all that good stuff. Um, and I've worked as kind of an affiliate, building some of my own sites for the last probably five years or so. Uh, before that, I was consulting and uh, giving lots of speeches, doing lots of conferences, lots of client work. Um, and it's been probably years since I've uh, been on, on SEO Rockstars. It was probably four or five years ago, uh, the last time I did this show with uh, Greg and Greg and Oilman and, and probably uh, Big Jake at that time. And, uh, yeah, glad to be back. So we got a crusty old veteran with us today. Well, that's great. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, we got a cool topic for today. Uh, what we're going to cover is really uh, I'm curious about some of your thoughts about SEO in 2012, and I'm probably going to do this for a few weeks and, uh, you know, try to pull out some great knowledge nuggets or uh, some per, uh, prognostication, uh, procrastication, whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good word to, ra- to rhyme with prognostication. But, uh, you know, let's try to break this down the three main areas of SEO. Um, you know, we like to look at SEO. Uh, there's there's ton, tons of areas, and there's there a lot of different ways to peel an onion, right? But if you break it down, a lot of people like to break it down into the three areas of technical, uh, content-related, and linking-related. So, uh, you know, kicking right off, let's talk about technical before we go to a break, and, uh, and let's talk about technical SEO. Uh, you, know, what, what, you know, we've seen a lot of changes since... 2010, 20, you know, 20 even, um, that, that shows us as search engine optimizers that the search engines are continuing to improve in 
and their technical abilities to crawl a site and to understand content on a website. Uh, you know, probably the latest and greatest big change uh, from from many SEOs out there was sort of the whole caffeine um, coming out from Google and and Google forcing Bing to get a better and stronger algorithm. Uh, what is it if there's any key things and any key advice that you would give to people that are setting out to, to you know to do their 2012 planning for search engine optimization? What SEO technical considerations? You know, what are the things that you see the most often, maybe uh, going wrong, and or what are typically the top things on your list to look at when you're looking at a site for technical SEO, Todd? Yeah, well, I, I think I'm going to take this this question in two parts. One is going to be um, how Google's changed. Is it technical um, technical ways that Google's changed, and how that kind of affects. Uh, SEOs and, and search marketers, and I think you kind of touched on that being uh, the caffeine update there. And then two would be, you know, tech, technical implementations uh, that I see a lot of times, just a few tips and tricks along those lines um, as far as what people can do with regards to recent updates and um, and caffeine and like. So I, I think, you know, Google's always had this incredible amount of of technology. They've always had the, the mind share. They've always had the most brilliant people in search, and and they've done a great job. Uh, and they continue to you know push the envelope every year, despite you know being being ahead as far as they are in terms of market share. Uh, I think what we saw with caffeine was you know the rollout of that, and then what we're seeing with Panda and everything else is the historical impl- implications of having that data. They, they kind of, you know, they're going about it a little differently than they have in years past. And one big fundamental technical change that they, I think they've really started to go to is, um, is, is what I would call an audition period and is, is kind of looking at um, re-ranking factors. Uh, rather than just ranking factors, you know, you have the whole set of ranking factors that we've originally had that, has been covered, uh, you know, by SEO models with the ranking factors and that sort of thing. And then you kind of have these these re-ranking factors of um, of, of does this site um, meet our quality, our minimum quality guidelines? Uh, and for a long time, that was a that was a very manual process. And now we're seeing that manual process being automated. You know, we're seeing a algorithmic layer to a human process. Um, and, and that's really what they're doing that's, that's causing all these changes with Panda and everything else. Um, so I think to respond to that, you know, you have to have technical changes in how you conduct your SEO. Um, some, some ways that I've seen, you know, the, the biggest thing is engagement factors. I think in 2012 you'll hear that phrase used over and over and over, um, engagement factors. You'll, you'll see people saying, hey, we, we've always talked about engagement. We've always talked about it in social. We've always talked about it in paid search talked about in a lot of other areas, um, but it will really be a big factor in SEO this year, I think, as, as those things get rolled into uh, the importance of organic search. Um, so in order to, to retain that um, engagement, I don't think, you know, we'll talk in the second part about content, I don't, think there's, I don't think there's a good way to game engagement from a technical perspective. It more becomes a question of the uh, user interface and usability. Um, are you getting a second click from a user when they come through on your website? Are you referring them to the right areas of the website based on your information architecture, that sort of thing? Um, the one or the handful of techniques that I have seen effective uh, for accomplishing this um, would be referral-based targeting. You know, when people are coming in on a specific search phrase saying, hey, I saw you come in for this, can we direct you here? 
Um, the second is just a giant call to action. This has always been the case. If you're trying it in, when, with regards to conversion, now you need to convert that second click to get a little bit more time on site, higher engagement factors, and those are things that you have to take into consideration when you're uh, creating your website at this point. And Todd, you know, one thing that I would argue there is that I think that if you narrow the engagement factor thing down to technical SEO only, you're really talking about site speed, right? I, th I think that that's sure. a big one because in this day, uh, first of all, it's going to be probably pretty difficult to rank highly if you have a slow loading page, especially if it's got, you know, um, some sort of element on it that people are most likely coming to see, like let's say it's an infographic or, or some sort of digital asset or rich internet application or something like that. They're just getting a lot of buzz. But then you have a real problem with delivering it at, at a high speed to all the to users out there. Uh, maybe it only works fast on Chrome or Firefox or things like that. I personally feel, and I'm curious as to your opinion, if that could be something that would be a technical SEO factor uh, that would tie into exactly what you're saying here. Because, you know, given the algorithm updates and the need for speed, um, if, you know, if, that's, if that lies in technical SEO, then I think it's pretty fair to say that if you're, um, you know, if people are bouncing back to the search engine result because of they, they click on yours and it's taking too long for their, you know, for their liking, uh, that, that could be a factor, couldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's the one factor um, I kind of overlook it sometimes because it's the one factor that Google's outright told us, hey, this is, this is a factor. Um, I, I, you know, who knows how big a factor it is, but the great part in what Google's done fantastic with, with regards to site speed is it's given us tools to, to see that and to really test that and to become better at that. Um, so I think those are definitely technical areas and definitely areas of SEO that you have a lot more control over and that you can test and that you can, um, you know, improve your site uh, in an actionable way, you know, right off the bat. Uh, so caching, caching your site, um, using WordPress plugin uh, for caching your site, creating a caching system on your site, um, having, having a quality DNS, um, and, and, and other areas to basically just improve overall site speed and, and rank up, you know, look at your site versus other sites and, and the speed that you're at. Uh, it's, it's definitely a factor. How big of a factor? Who knows? But it's, it's good for your users. Uh, that's always, there's always been statistics on just on dropout rate and how much it improve, or, um, decreases dropout rate if you have a high speed site. Um, so it's something, it's definitely something to consider and something to, um, that you can always be actionable about, that you can always put into action and, and get something done on your website, usually in pretty short order if you have a, a decent technical team. Great. Well, you know, one, one thing that we hear in the... Um you know, in the chat room is that, you know, I don't think speed is indicative of PANA or a metric for it. I, I would agree with that. I'm, I'm not trying to say that, that you know, speed is directly tied into PANA, but it's certainly tied into the algorithm and engagement is sort of to what you were talking about earlier, Todd. Uh, before we go to a break, anything, any last thing on, um, on uh, the technical side of things? Um, I don't think so. In, in terms of site speed, you know, there's stuff in Webmaster Tools to see that. Um, there's all kinds of other tools out there for site speed, uh, improving that. It's, it's a good thing to take a look at, certainly, um, and some place that I'd certainly focus efforts uh, if I was trying to improve my rankings. 
Great. Well, hey, we're going to take a quick break here, and then we're going to be back with Todd, a.k.a. Stunt Double Malakote, and we're going to talk more about SEO in 2012 and some of the big things to think about. You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes, link building. The Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit imninjas.com. The ninjas are coming. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. In 500 yards, CPA Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of Internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at cpaway.com. Don't get caught in a web of confusion. Learn the ropes on webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. All right, we're back and we're talking today to Todd Stunt Double Malicote about SEO in 2012. Uh, we originally recorded this podcast on January 3rd, 2012. So happy new year, first of the year for us. Uh, for anyone that's listening in live, uh, if you're not uh, in the chat room, please join us, and you can ask questions there. All you have to do is click on the top uh, uh, navigation there where it says chat, and that will bring you to the chat room application, and you can follow the directions from there. So getting right back into it, thanks again, Todd, for joining us today. Uh, we're going to have a little discussion about content SEO. Uh, 
there are some people out there that believe that content is the only SEO, right? So we're not going to get into any of those arguments. But let's talk about what content can do for you in 2012. What do you think, Todd? What's what's the big content SEO uh, push that needs to happen this year in order to be able to align with all these technical changes and, and growth and, and with uh, Panda that you mentioned before? Yeah, I think uh, it, Panda has definitely shifted what people think of when they think of content. Uh, for the last four or five years, everybody saw it coming. Nobody can say they didn't see it coming, that you know, Google is going to change the way they treated content and the way they treated content production. Um, and, and they did. You know, they, they shut down a lot of the content farms. Now, there was a whole lot of collateral damage there. Um, I think you know, there's, there's lots of other people that lost out that they didn't intend to necessarily, but that's always the case. Um, and they did, they did manage to kind of put the axe to article directories, which was uh, among, you know, demand media and all the bigger, bigger politics involved, um, the, the ultimate goal of that. Um, so I think it's really raised the bar in terms of what you got to do for content. Uh, so there's always been, I think, in an SEO's mindset, there's always been two types of content. There was just the filler content, which they've kind of said, well, this isn't going to cut it anymore, and there, there was the cornerstone content. Um, or, or levels of of quality content above above kind of the C grade content that was just the filler content. Um, you could get you could get by with ranking with filler content, um, a little a, a title tag, you know, some some on page and and just some internal linking a lot of times. And that's that's no more. That's that's a thing of the past. That's what got lost in the panda update. And, and a whole lot of people lost out to it. It was people who had really maxed out their SEO campaigns, and now they're kind of back to, you know, 20 or 30 percent of their con- content. Happened. It happened to just about everybody I know at some level, um, or, or one of their clients. And and we knew it was coming, but uh, it was a hard thing to plan for, and it still it still definitely hurt. So um, I think one thing you really got to take into consideration is your well, a few things really the the presentation of your content, the prioritization and then sourcing that in the overall kind of quality of your content. So, you know, let's start with the, the prioritization. Um, one thing that I always teach at uh, Market Motive is what I call a keyword opposition to benefit analysis. And that's looking at a keyword and saying, is it worth it to rank for online dating? Or is it going to cost us millions of dollars? Is it possible, is it not possible to rank for online dating in Miami? Um, that's, that's the type of thing you don't know until you really dig in and do kind of a SWOT analysis or opposition benefit analysis on it. And that's really what you need to do. With all the lost rankings and lost traffic that people had in Panda, you really have to go through that and say, hey, where were these really making us money other than, you know, doing, doing AdSense dollars or, or um, you know, um, publishing revenue through AdSense. Google, Google cut off the webmaster welfare. It's, it's done with. Um, so all those people that just had scraper content and, um, you know, the low, low value content with AdSense on it really, really aren't doing that great anymore. Um, and so, still so what about it, like the quote unquote more traditional businesses out there that have websites? Um, you know, some I, I would argue have just an inherent um, the luck of being born that way, of having something fairly unique, or uh, the way that they've developed their site, they've actually created unique content, and they don't have to really rely on third-party stuff or product descriptions and stuff like that. Whereas there's other people out there that are really just reselling, right? And there's a lot of people that fall under that category, uh, where 
do you think, I mean, to me, they need to really take that much more time this year for SEO from a content perspective to, to differentiate their content. Is it that simple, or do you think that authority metrics are going to be enough that if you're reusing product descriptions or stuff like that, you could still get away in 2012 uh, with that type of content as long as you're addressing it from driving authority to it? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, authority, uh, being an authority site has, has always taken you a long way. Um, having, having enough links, having enough content. What's, what's the trouble with that now is, is you also need social metrics on top of it, I think, as a, as a validating factor. You also need user data on top of it as a validating factor, which, which wasn't, wasn't the case a few years ago. Um, and, and that's really what, where they're starting to tighten things up and say, hey, if people are bouncing, you know, going to the site and then bouncing right off of it, their content probably isn't that great. The readability is probably low. The, um, the education level or whatever is, is probably pretty low. However, they're scoring that in terms of quality. Um, they have several factors to, to look at that now. Um, authority will still get you a long ways, uh, but it won't get you everything. And, and I think that's they're kind of breaking out those two things at a certain point. They're saying, um, they're saying you know what, you can be an authority site, but if you have crap content, this is going to drag the, the overall quality of your entire site down. Great. Well, you heard it here, folks. Todd Stunt Double Malikot says, authority can't take you everywhere. And, and it's certainly true oh, no, no, it uh, can here take you in 2012. It can take you pretty far. <laughs> it can take you pretty far sometimes. You're right. You know, we're going to take one more quick short break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to really wrap it up by talking about authority as well as some of those social signals. I think, uh, you know, probably a good topic to kind of finish off on will be to talk around Google Plus and Facebook and some of those signals along with what, what, is it, what else is it that you need to consider in order to drive authority to your domain in 2012 and have a successful SEO campaign. So we'll be right back with you. This is SEO Rockstars. You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2012 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2012. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 2012 IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. 
As you know, being an expert at f What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. WebmasterRadio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? Now, let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars exclusively on WebmasterRadio.fm. All right, we're back. Uh, once again, it's January 3rd, 2012, and this is Chris Boggs. I'm your SEO Rockstars host, and I'm joined today by Todd Malicote, a.k.a. Stunt Double. We're talking about SEO in 2012. Um, you know, it's kind of, first of all, I want to thank our sponsors. We've thanked them, uh, you know, on obviously in having uh, ads um, during the show, but and they're also being thanked in the chat room. Uh, without our sponsors, we, you know, couldn't talk about SEO every week, and so we're really thankful. Um, so that being said, um, Todd, what about authority signals? What about social media buzz? Are these, I mean, it, it's, you know, you get this kind of a, almost a roller coaster or a, a circular type of effect going on with SEO where people think one thing is the most important element of SEO and then somebody moves along and then somebody else, per, you know, writes a study that says, well, this is really becoming important and so on and so forth. I think authority has long been known to be an extremely important element uh, for SEO success. And in the past, buzz was probably most measured by, you know, newspaper articles, brand mentions happening online and things like that. But with the rise of social media, this has really changed over the last few years. So curious, Todd, as to your thoughts as to what is it going to take in 2012? Uh, what do you have to get a handle on, you know, beyond the typical authority building? I'm not, I'm not advocating that you have to forget a directory link building or forget going out and getting one-way citations pointed to your site. Uh, these are still very important things. But what, what is it that that needs to happen in 2012 if you expect to continue to ride on the top page for some of your most important terms? You, you really got to tie it all together. So uh, off or, um, off-site authority has and always will be a big factor. It's, it's, it was a huge factor for so long. It was, it was the foundation of Google being, being links. That's what made them great was, um, you know, this, this page votes for this page, and that was page rank, and, and you know, it's obviously got a lot more sophisticated since then, but for, for several years, links, you know, trumped pretty much about everything. You can, you can make arguments to it, but uh, it was it was pretty well-known fact that it was a large part of the algorithm. And I think it won't be just links, you know. We're, we're seeing with – it was the biggest hole in the algorithm as well. It was the most manipulated thing was, uh, you know, people buying links, people getting, um, you know, just any and all means to, to get authority and to get links. Um, now, I, I think the the trade off is is getting social, you know, using social media to acquire that authority. So tying it back to the um, first two parts of our, our segment here, 
you know, the, the presentation of that content uh, and, and, and how you present it from a technical perspective is going to make a big deal into, um, into your authority. So it's, it's a whole lot harder to get a link these days. There's, there's a lot more channels to get um, to distribute your content, um, but that also makes it a little bit more challenging. You, just, uh, email request isn't going to do it. You have to pres- uh, present your content to people in multiple areas. You have to present it to them on Facebook and, and Google Plus and everything else and get them to share it. Um, and getting them to share it and like it is, is very difficult. Whether it's a plus one or a, a like, that's, that's fairly easy, but then to get somebody to share it is a little bit more difficult. And I think the only way to do that is to have that kind of cornerstone content. Um, you see it with uh, a good example is over at Search Engine Land, they have the periodic table of, of elements um, or a lot of the um, infographic marketing that we're seeing. Those are cornerstone pieces of content. If, if the other filler content now has to be B-plus grade for, uh, to, to pass quality filters for Panda, you know, we, we need to see that, AA, that double A-plus grade for cornerstone content and, and the type of uh, content that's going to get distributed through social networks to attract that new type of authority. Um, so I think that's, that's really important. One, one tip that I mentioned earlier uh, with regards to that is getting the second click. When somebody lands on your fifth page for the very first time, you should send them directly to that piece of content, directly to that ebook, directly to whatever guide it is that you're trying to, um, to solicit their email address or a call to action with to you know, the content that's going to elicit that from them. Um, so you need to get people right to that page. In order to do that, you can use that kind of referral targeting uh, when they come in through a search engine and say, hey, I, I see you were looking for this, and address them by that fact. Uh, it, really, it really helps with the conversion and with getting that second click. Um, and then that's what's ultimately going to help you, um, you know, acquire links these days. There, there's still, obviously, a lot of historical value to links. Um, and, and the content that's got liked and everything else in the past, but I think you really have to look forward to, hey, what can we create um, that's going to live up to these benchmarks? And, uh, you know, with terms, in terms of 2012, uh, paid links are going to continue to suffer. They have been for a while. Um, Google's always going to work hard to keep that stuff out of the index. Ironically, um, there was just some mention today. Uh, I guess someone did some sleuthing and uh, determined that Google was buying links. So uh, I don't want to get into that whole conversation, but that's sure, kind of yeah. ironic. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think to really sum up your, your your first party, your answer there, I think it was brilliant because you really tied it together there, right? It's not just creating the infographic, but you can't just quickly whip it up and then throw it up on the site and then hope that uh, you know that they'll come. You have to whip it up, and you have to make it fast loading, right? It's, it's part about that that technical part. It, it's so important, and you have to make it legible to the search engines. Now, sure, the search engine can figure out, wow, this must be a pretty cool infographic, and it must have to do with topic X and Y based on the inbound link anchor text and based on the surrounding text and based on the surrounding text of the links that are pointed to it. But you need to take that extra step to make sure, you know, think about 508C compliance, right? Is, is your info graphic legible to a blind user that's using accessibility software. That's always one of, one of the first questions I ask, right? And, and it's not just whipping it out, and, and even though it could be great and it could be the most awesome infographic ever, if it doesn't load fast, people are not going to share it. 
they're going to be like, why should I share this and just frustrate all the people that are in my network and have them wait five, ten seconds for this thing to load, right? So, uh, and, and the content itself, of course, is at the root of all that. So, uh, great, great point, Todd, and I totally agree. It's, it's very much more so hyper-connected than it was in the past where you could maybe get by on one or two of the three primary areas where now everything has to be in line. It has to get the buzz. It has to be valuable content in order to get the buzz, and it has to be legible to the search engine. So um, I really appreciate uh, you know you coming on today. Um, any sort of last uh, wisdom or advice, any, anything that sums up your thoughts about SEO in 2012? Um, I just say keep at it. You know, pick one thing off the list and, and bang it out every day. Don't get caught up in, in trying to uh, backtrack the algorithm all the time. Just just find something to get get done. You know, if you can get your if you can make your website a little bit faster, if you can create a great piece of content. Eventually, you're going to be successful. Um, but if you sit around and just try to try to figure out what's going on all the time, uh, that that won't cut it. So um, get out there and do something with with 2012. Make a site that's that's awesome, and then you'll be great. One last question, and I'm going to ask you a yes or no simple answer on this, uh, because we could certainly do a whole show on this topic. Is Google Plus going to overtake Facebook in terms of its algorithm influence in 2012? Hmm, that's, that's a pretty loaded question. I'll go with yes. Not, not in right. 2012, but yes eventually. Great. Well, we're going to have to uh, revisit that topic soon on SEO Rockstars. I want to thank again Todd Malicote, a.k.a. Stunt Double. You can follow him at Stunt Double, S-T-U-N-T-D-U-B-L. Uh, and uh, I'm at Boggles, Chris Boggs, your co-host. And thanks for joining us today. Again, it was January 3rd, 2012. Thanks for everyone who joined us in the chat room. And whoop, whoop to all the sponsors. Uh, we'll see you next week.